Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I'm your main host, Natasha. And I'm your secondary host, Moshe, a.k.a. Cuck City. Natasha's taken to calling me Cuck City lately. No, I haven't, honey. Well, it's feeling like that. What's up, Tosh? Hey, I'm good. I'm a little stressed out in general. I broke out with a rat in a rash. Yeah. And um, just trying to chill a little bit. Yeah, where's your rash? Describe it for the listeners. Uh, I'm good. Okay. It's actually getting better. Okay, I'll tell them. It's all over her penis, and it is intense. But we're still sexually active, and that's what counts. Now, Natasha, I want to let our listeners know that next week we will be dark. The Endless Honeymoon podcast is going to be paying attention to the reason for the season, traveling to Northern California for our New Year's Eve show. Yeah, so take that time. You know, if you're not going to see us on New Year's Eve, you don't live close to the Bay Area, take that week and catch up on episodes. Get up to date because like every one of our episodes, like sometimes we film like tons of episodes that don't even get aired. We just want you to hear the best I of al- the best. And also take some time to sign up for our Patreon. I mean, I just dropped Slammin' Mix number two on our Patreon. And if you're not on our Patreon, you're not going to get to hear that. So the deal with that is if you like Slammin' Techno or just listening to the midlife crises of uh, your middle-aged host. Named Moshe. You get in on that. And also, we are having a Hanukkah party for our Patreon it's listeners. It's tonight. Tonight. It's tonight. If, if you're listening to this, like, you know, backlogged, it is December 23rd, and we are having a Hanukkah party. We're making latkes. I have some amazing latka toppings I'm very excited about. You're going to love it. Let me just say that some of them rhyme with 
Javier. Javier. <laughs> Javier. Uh, no, I think Javier is the rhyme, but Javier is not a name. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that uh, next week, if you are a member of our Patreon, we will be releasing a special um, episode of the Moment live stream we did for Natasha's book. So if you're a Patreon member, we will not be dark. You will be getting some content. And if you are not, it's time to sign up. Now, Natasha. Yes? Um, let's begin this okay. secret dump with some write-in advice requested. Here's a good one. How do I deal with a bad, toxic mom friend whose kid is good friends with mine? This is a challenge. This is a tough one. I will say, okay, our daughter's birthday is coming up, and she really wants to invite this friend of hers to her birthday party, but that mom friend specifically didn't invite our kid to her birthday party. I know because this mom accidentally texted me about the party and then said, oh, wait, sorry, uh, uh, Artemis doesn't want your kid. Why would you say her real name? Why would you say uh, uh, and then say the real name of the child? <laughs> it's a fake name. Doesn't want uh, your uh, your kid at our party. I'm so sorry. I know it's lame. Okay, that made me really upset. I was really mad about this for like five days because I felt so bad for my kid because, you know, she was really excited and she likes the kid and she would have like loved to have been at her party and she considers this person one of her best friends. And so now my daughter wants to invite this person to her party. And what do I do? Well. What do you think, Moshe? Mainly I'm thinking about how desperately I hope that that mother doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) There is no universe in which she will not identify this situation as her. I think this is my thought on this topic. You know, how many friends do you have from when you were four and three quarters years old? Currently. Hmm. Zero. Not even three quarters of a friend. Yeah, zero. Oh, less than three quarters, mm-hmm. a.k.a. zero. Same with me. This is a temporary problem. Children are so dumb that they don't even they don't even know how to pick friends. They just go like, oh, is that person next to me? Yeah, that's my best friend now. So, <laughs> so that it's, person next to me. So it's kind of like, you They're know. They're breathing. You don't have to worry about this, like, toxic mom friend. But then again, I'm looking. Let them play at school, maybe? I'm looking and I'm realizing this this right this person that wrote in did not tell us that their kid was a teeny little kid. I mean, if you're That's ki- true. And let me say by the uh, you know, just to be clear, I don't think this person's toxic. I just feel like it's like it's just lame in a way that I'm not used to, so I don't really know how to respond to that. Because if your kid is a teenager and this person is good friends, why are you even interacting with the mom at all? I mean, don't let your kid spend the night at a toxic mom friend's house, but other than that, there, the, the, the toxicity of the mom should have nothing to do with you. If your kid is a little kid, which I'm kind of guessing based on context that that's what's going on here, this is a temporary problem. They won't even be friends soon. All you got to do is sort of usher them away from that friend slowly over time. Say things like, um, that kid smells bad, or I think you should pick on that kid. Things like that. And then slowly move them away from that relationship. But the truth is, I'm joking, the truth is those relationships are temporary anyway. And so is your relationship with this toxic mom. And also, you know, you can just do what our nanny does is just squirt some ready whip in her mouth and she'll be your friend. Who? To the toxic mom? No, to the kid. Well, she's not saying she has a problem with the kid. She got I'm just prob- saying you can make the kid like other things. Oh, you're saying the kid says to mom, hey, mom, I want to go hang out with my toxic mom friend friend. <laughs> and she says, that's a fun idea. What, what about a, getting ice cream re- with whip? Artemis and Cheryl, Sherilyn? I don't know what kids are named, but like, you know. They're uh, all named Artemis and Sherilyn. <laughs> they're all 
vaguely stripper-esque names. This is why I was a bad improviser. Like, I, I just, you know. They're... You're the best improviser. Thank you. Honey. You're the improviser closest to my heart. Thank you. Um, should we listen to some secrets? Yeah, but wait, what's our what's our advice exactly? My and advice? What do you say? All right, let me ask you this advice. Do we invite this kid to our party if yeah, our child wants sure. it? Sure. Who gives be a Be the fuck? bigger person. Who fucking cares? I think you should just be the bigger person. I just don't care because I know for sure, for absolute certain sure, that when our child is 18, she's not going to still be friends with this person. Okay, but let me just say one thing. If someone texted me about a party, for me... And then they were like, oh, I'm so sorry that wasn't meant for you. You're not invited. Please understand you're not invited. <laughs> Would you ever talk to that person again? No, that's fair. So it's a, it's a little challenging when you try to piece this together. No, it's whack. Because you're like, you're lucky if I was going to come to your party. Well, anyway, Natasha, my advice to this person is to not worry about it. And it's the same with you. Because like I said, I just think this problem is going to solve itself. Kids don't stay friends that long. It's not till you get to the kind of like seven, eight, nine range where they start to be permanent people in your life. Now that is another problem and another issue for another episode. You want to hear some secrets? Let's do it. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Legero. Um, I have a secret. Um, it's really not anything crazy, but I've never told anyone. Um, I went through this phase in high school where I thought it was really cool to have curly hair and I just don't have curly hair so I would just not brush it and so probably from the time I was like 15 to 17 I did not use a hairbrush (laughs) okay thanks bye wait I want to I need pictures I know it doesn't seem like that would make curly hair why didn't you get a fucking perm well here's the thing when I was when I was little my mom had me have my hair cut like a boy and there was I had two brothers oh what's that what's what's like a a pixie cut oh boys dress like that boys have pixie cuts well it was yeah well I know I, I know it was like a boy because when I would open the door for women at the mall they would say oh you have such nice young boys and I remember being like really offended by that mm-hmm. and like wanting to pierce my ears and so that's what my mom did and I always felt bad that I had such an ugly ass haircut and now my daughter has long curly hair and I'd say every morning is a fucking horrifying struggle of like me begging her, I'm on my knees, I'm crying, I'm trying it. to like it's get pathetic. her. To, she's like, ah! she's like screaming, running around. I'm trying to pin her down. I'm like, this is a non-negotiable. We need to brush her hair every morning. It just becomes like mommy dearest in the morning. And she can't go to school without her hairbrush because I have a friend who told me that she, her mom used to not brush her hair and they called CPS. You know, and so I'm like terrified that the teacher is going to call CPS on our kid. So maybe I should get her a pixie cut or like an Annie cut because it's curly. Well, she could just get a pick. I have a question. Yeah. Is a perm both to make your hair straight and to make it curly? No, a perm well, is curly. What's a perm? Uh, isn't but a- our daughter has looks like a perm. But no, it's but natural. isn't a perm also when you straighten your hair? What's that no, called? No, that's called a, that's called you straighten it. You don't, you don't say a perm this to straighten. Like, Moshe, trust me on this. This is like Nobody when, says I got a perm and it's straight hair. This is like when I claimed that the girl on top was called girl on top position. I got a lot of very angry emails letting me know that it's actually called cowgirl, which is why we have a reverse cowgirl. But Cowgirl I'm, is a stupid name that no one would ever say. Well, save a horse. 
Ride a cowgirl. That's what I always say. And so, comb your child's hair. I know, but then I, I've asked a lot of moms throughout my, you know, five years of being a parent how Whoa. their kid has all these fancy braids and how it looks, how their hair looks so groomed. And the moms, t- every mom who gives me a secret, it's the same secret. What is it? I let them watch my phone uh-huh. while you, I brush their hair. That? Yeah, it works. Oh, so that's a, that's a. I know, but I don't want her to watch my phone in the morning. That's... I'm trying to save that for after school. Well, Tosh, we all have struggles, you know. But what did people do since, you know, in, in 2018 and below? How yeah. did they brush their child's well, hair? Like, why do I have to let her watch TV used, on my phone in order to groom her? They used to let them stare at a sundial or play with an abacus. <laughs> and this was a dilemma from time immemorial. You know, I let my child look at my tablet, and but it wasn't an iPad. It was a stone tablet with cuneiform on it. Of the Old Testament? Yeah. Hopefully, if they were listening to the truth. All right, here's another secret. Shalom, my friends. I want to share um, I guess a fun secret that I have. When I was a teenager, my brother was a few years younger than I, and we used to get stoned together with my friends and his friends alike. And naturally, we had the munchies. So I would take donuts that my parents had already bought, put them in the oven, and pretended that I baked them from scratch. And for years, they would request my famous um, donuts from scratch. Fast forward 20 years later, my brother requests them. And I have to go to the store, buy these cheap-ass donuts, put them in the oven, and pretended that I made them from scratch. We're like middle-aged, almost 50, and I'm still carrying on this lie because... I enjoy it, and I'm kind of a bad person. Thank you for all you do. I mean, yeah, this is a a straight-up bad person. I mean, a bad human being. You think? Yeah, to bring uh, freshly warmed donuts out of the oven for her family to delight them. Well, by the way, this reminds me of something our kid did the other day, which Moshe's reading her Matilda and it's all about this, like, super precocious genius child who's, like, really good at things beyond her comprehension. So our four-year-old came up to us the other day, and she was like, Mom, Mom, look what I did. After, re- you know, after us reading Matilda to her, and it was, like, this workbook I have for her, and it has all these, like, math problems laid out. And it was like five plus one equals four. And it's like writing and crayon. Five plus one equals four. Or five plus four plus one equals five. Whatever it was. It was like very rudimentary math. See, I mean, obviously she gets my math skills. (laughs) And she's like, look, mom, look what I did. And I was in the shower and she made me get out. She's like, come quick. I just did this. And she shows me the workbook. And I'm like, wow. Completely filled out. Completely filled out. It's like four. Four plus one equals five. Every answer Four correct. Four minus two. And it's like all written in big crayon. And I was like, wait, you just did this? She's like, yeah. And then Moshe was just kind of like, uh. Well, he- I looked at it at the five. And I at first I was like, wow, we have a little brilliant kid on our I hand. couldn't believe it. And then I looked at the five and I was like, wait, that five looks a lot like a person that used to write graffiti writing a five. <laughs> Wait, I write my five like that. Like, Moshe like, had already filled that out like, like a year oh, ago. Yeah, we did this to... Yeah, I did it by myself. I was just kind of... No, like, but you were trying to show her like a long-ass time ago. So she kind of She got, was trying to like rebrand it as her own. But to be honest, like, yes, she's not a mathematical genius, but she might be kind of like a skilled con man. 
Well, and then Moshe, Moshe just looked kind of pissed because I was like, Moshe, I look what or I was like, Moshe, look what you just did. And you were just kind of like shaking your head. And you're like, did you really write that? And she's like, I think so. Well, was, I don't remember. It was my handwriting. <laughs> That's how I knew it wasn't the truth. It was my handwriting. <laughs> but I liked her instinct to want to impress us on such a level By that the we way, would be. And I get it. And I, 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 am, I'm a, I appreciate that. No, it's like she's clearly going to be in the performing arts or probably a stand-up comedian because it was a very funny thing to do. And also stand-up But com- she wasn't doing it to be funny. But also stand-up comics love to steal other people's material. So this is going to be really good. Also, how crazy is it that you said the Old Testament and then we had somebody call in who's clearly grew up in the land of the Old Testament? Because she said shalom. She had an accent and I could tell it was Israeli. But let me just, uh, you know, make it clear. Our, our kid was not trying to be funny. She was definitely trying to... Impress us. Impress us and say that she knew how to do she something Matilda. she didn't know how to do. Do you want to hear me speak Hebrew? On the podcast? Uh, you know what? I'm good, but thank you for asking. All right, let's hear another call. Uh, okay. Odechad call. Okay. Shalom. Kol ha-anashim ba'aretz. Ve'achshav. Odechad call. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I have a secret. Um, so I went to high school in, let's say, the greater L.A. Um, area. Uh, so I had a, an ex-best friend, and um, we were in the theater program, um, and we were pretty close with the teachers, especially the drama teachers. Um, and so I don't know why, but my friend had a key to their small little office. Um, it was like kind of a closet, but like inside of one of the theater rooms. Anyways, she would go onto the computer of one of the teachers and change all of her grades. Um, anyways, um, I hope this isn't too big of a secret. Um, she ended up getting into, um, some pretty high, uh, some pretty, I don't know if it's Fordham is an Ivy League school, but she got into Fordham and, uh, some other, uh, head honcho, um, um, big time Mac Daddy schools like that. Anyways, I love this podcast. Okay, thanks. Good night. Bye. What I will say about this is that that kind of behavior that this person is describing is exactly the kind of behavior that a child that brings in a math workbook that she didn't fill out and says, look what I did, will someday do. So if this nets our child a mini Ivy League entrance because she learns how to be conniving and shysty at an early age, I say more power to her. Check it out. Ivy League is over. Mm -hmm. And a a nine-year-old just explained to me today She's like, did you get the AI app or some app, or AI something app? And she's like, yeah, you can put in there, like, please write a 500-word term paper based on blah, 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 written in the voice of an 11-year-old girl, and then the app just produces it immediately. And then another friend, oh, also a Harvard professor uh, had someone, you can also say, like, can you make this app about you know, or can you make this essay about blank, but in the voice of a 23-year-old male? And then they'll do that. And then they they just graded it. A Harvard professor just graded this from this app. And it, it was, was like, his hardest question that he gives for take home on his midterms. And, and he and it got an A minus. The AI and got an A minus. So like if kids are, uh, ki- kids now have access to phones. I think at 10 years old, there's so much pressure from all the other kids getting it from all the weak ass parents. 
that by 10 years old, you have to have a phone because you can't be the only kid in the whole school without a phone. So these kids have, don't you think by the time, okay, if our friends, kids who are 10 have a phone with an AI app that can like write a term paper based on something extraordinarily specific, then don't you think in 10 years when they're trying to enter college or seven years when they're trying to enter yeah, college? I see where you're going with this. In 10 years, you're going to have an AI program that with um, with Oculus goggles that will feel like you're getting a real blowjob. I just think that cheating is... Uh, how is cheating not going to be part of everything? I'm for it. I, I don't care. You che- don't care if someone cheats no. and doesn't write their paper and they just no. ask their app? I don't care because, you know, in the end, I think the cream rises to the top. I think all What? This, yeah, I think like... What if, if the cream can't even get in, though? Well, the cream can cheat, too. Cream be cheating. All I'm saying is anything you can do to hustle your way into these schools, you're not going to... There is no universe in which you're going to get a college degree by having AI write every single paper you do. That's not going to happen. So if you can hustle your way, if you can break into the theater program's um, uh, office and change your grades and get into a good school, I say more power to you. There's also an app my friend was showing me. You can say, can you, he's like, what's a dream you had recently? And I was like, I had a dream of jellyfish. And he's like, okay, what's an artist you like? And I was like, Kandinsky. And then he put it all into this AI app and he started like producing these images. And he's like, does this look like your dream? I was like, that does look like my dream. Now that is disturbing. And it was like really crazy. But this is like a new thing that just was released six weeks ago. So How I'm did you just, describe it today? The robots are what? I, I The robots are like climbing up the walls. And they're at our windows. They're, they're like, knock, knock, oh, we're coming in. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. This is, like, t- totally tubular. And everyone's just, like, so impressed by these, like, awesome robots. Wait, totally tubular? I'm just saying, we're being stupid about it. We're, like. But, you know, the style of, like, an Encino, 80s. <laughs> Encino Man. Poly I'm just trying Thor. to think of a dumb drug addict or something. Like, oh, wow, this is so dope. This is so Dude, fresh. this gleams the cube right here. And then all of a sudden they're like, knock, knock. And oh, they just, also talk like uh, We're so impressed. Yeah, they, they talk like Spicoli because they're trying that. to like attract us. And we're like, look at this. It's so cool. I want to do that. I want to tell AI, write me an essay in the voice of Spicoli from uh, Endless Summer. Yeah, that's right. Hey, if you want to leave us a secret, give us a call. At two- the Endless Honeymoon. That's right. 213-222-8608. And uh, let us know about your AI experiences and how uh, you're going to deal with it. Uh, send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. That's if you want to be on the podcast. And if you'd like to be a part of the podcast community, you can join our Patreon. Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. Come support us. Love us. And I don't just love you, but Natasha, I love you. I love you too. And also come to our dinner party and uh, bring your questions because we are going to have a deep conversation. And P.S. Come to Oakland on New Year's Eve. We are waiting for you. Uh, It's tinyurl slash Oakland 2023 for tickets. I love you, tinyurl. I love you, tinyurl.